This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Welcome to the first Fight Back of 2017. It's an honor to be here with you as we start a brand new year. Libby returns tomorrow. The phone lines are open for the hour as we talk about what to expect in the coming year from our economic health to the weather and our personal health. So please call in to comment or ask a question of our three esteemed guests, who I will profile here in just a moment, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Later in the hour at 1240, health expert Bryce Wild joins us on health trends for 2017. And at 1220, Canada's foremost weather expert, Dave Phillips, the legendary Dave Phillips, will give us the inside scoop on the long-term forecast. But right now, we'll take care of your money with consumer expert and author Ellen Roseman, most notable for her columns in the Toronto Star. Ellen, Happy New Year. Same to you, Jane. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And and you were integral this, this last year, uh, Libby was as well, in getting Air Miles to change their plan to expire miles that were five years or older. So we want to thank you for that, because that was a big deal among uh, Zoomer Radio listeners. Yes, that was an exciting uh uh, victory when uh, just it was December 1st when we heard the news just a month before the deadline to uh, use all your points. So what what is on your agenda now in terms of advocacy for consumers now that you've uh, won the air miles battle? <laughs> well, a lot of air miles people are still upset about the two different categories of rewards and the fact, the fact they can't switch from one to the other. Um, I get a lot of complaints about that, though I'm not sure if we can do much more with that. Uh, another issue that I hear from Aeroplan members a lot about, and Air Miles does it too, is that if you're not active within a period of one to two years, if you're not either collecting or um, cashing in your points, you could lose them all. And this is something that is separate from the um, expiry date. Um, and people find that uh, they didn't get an email, they didn't get a warning, they didn't know. Uh, if they have a really, really good excuse, like if they were in the hospital for a few months, they can get back their points. But others find that they have to buy them back, and that makes it quite prohibitive for them. What is the best way? So let's let's talk about the new year, because it's a fresh start for everybody. Uh, when it comes to personal finances, what's the best way to start the new year? Things to think about. Well, I think it's important to recognize that a lot of industries operate the same way as car dealers do. You go in, you see a price, and that is not the final price. That's the sticker price, but the sticker price only means as a starting point in your negotiations. So I always advocate that people with their banks, with their telephone companies, their internet, their um, cell phone plans, call the company, ask what they're paying for, go through every single bit of your bill in terms of, you know, what do you have? And then say, can I get a better deal? And keep negotiating with them. 
It helps if you do a little bit of online research and find out what other companies are offering. And then tell your current supplier that you're very happy with them. You should always sound incredibly complimentary. But if you can find a better deal elsewhere, and if your current supplier won't meet or match that current deal, you're ready to walk out the door and talk in a very calm voice. But if they're keen on keeping you as a customer, it always helps too to ask them how long you've been a customer. And if they can see that you've been around for 10, 15, 20 years, they will bump you usually to a different level of the call center uh, where they're more interested in retaining you as a customer, and they'll try and give you a better rate. They may not match the uh, competition, but then you have to decide whether or not it's worth switching. At least you'll end up with a better deal. That is so true, Ellen. I have a lot of success when I call Rogers, where I've been a customer since 1988. And as soon as I throw that out and ask them to look at my history and how many services I have with them, they respond completely differently. In fact, one woman said to me, 1988, you've been a customer longer than I've been alive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's great, eh? And we don't remember how long we've been a customer, but they have their records. So it's always worth asking them to check their records to see how long you've been around. And when you mentioned banks, you're obviously talking about service fees, those yeah. monthly fees that come off at the end of every month for however many times you had a transaction on various accounts, those kinds of things. Yeah, they're a big irritant to people. Yes. At this time of year, it's RSP season or uh, for older people, the Registered Retirement Income Fund. They're finding that there's all kinds of fees attached when you move your money out of an account. You move it somewhere else. If you switch your account from one place to another, your GIC might be matured already, but they'll charge you $50 to take it out of one bank and move it to a different bank. And that's so annoying because some of these fees are retroactive. They weren't even in existence when you put the money in, or they can raise them at will. And uh, what you have to do is either negotiate with the current supplier or ask the, the next supplier that you're going to, if you're switching, to cover those costs, because often they will do that to get your account. Will banks actually reverse or lower service fees? I'm just thinking in terms of, say, your checking account or, you know, just those basic maybe $10 that comes out of your account every month. Will they revisit that? They will if it's a one-time error. Like, if you have um, um, a bill that you thought was due on one date and um, you paid it like a day late, you can call and tell them that you just made a mistake. They'll often give you a forgiveness for that first error. But after that, it takes a while. And if your service fees go up and you're not happy with them, they won't reverse it. But if you have a conversation with them and, again, bring in your years of loyalty and the fact that there's other banks around that are cheaper than they are, they might put you in a different plan and they'll at least discuss all their different plans because they often are introducing new plans that aren't, weren't around when you started and those plans may be cheaper for you. So it's always worth having a conversation with them and getting them to rack their brains to see how they can bring down your bill. What about credit card annual fees? Will, will credit card companies ever reverse those or reduce them? I think so, because, again, there's lots of competition. In fact, I've just been learning how many credit card sites there are dealing with Canadian credit cards and trying to give you the best possible deals. And with a lot of new credit cards, if you're taking one out, they will give you extra reward points. They will waive the annual fee for a year. And so if you get a great deal like that and you don't really want to switch, 
just use that as leverage in your negotiations and tell them that you'd really rather not switch, but if they could lower that annual fee, at least for the first year as this other card is doing, you can often get them to to cut it out. You know, I asked once of my financial planner, the bank that uh, my financial planner is associated with is the same as my Visa card, Mm -hmm. and I asked him if he, because I'm a good customer, I have a lot of investments with him, will he... um, Will he cover my annual fee on my credit card? No problem. Oh, great. $99 a year. No problem. And I thought, wow, I just, I didn't really know what he, what he was going to say. But just like that, I saved 100 bucks. Yes, worth the asking. And also, if you can bring any new business to them, they love that. And they're willing to entertain requests uh, for lowering other fees. So, so you can maybe move something that's at another bank to your bank, or you can introduce new customers like someone in your family who wants to invest and they're so happy to get extra products or services that they'll entertain requests to lower costs. We have a consumer advocate, Ellen Roseman, on the line with us here till 20 past the hour. If you have any questions, free advice you're looking for, this is the number to call, 416-360-0740. We also have a toll-free number, 1-866-740-4740. Ed from Toronto, you have a question for Ellen. Go ahead. Hello. Hi. Go ahead, Ed. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, when we're talking economics, uh, uh, the reasoning of uh, the Canadian government on a whole, and especially Ontario, has been terrible in their decisions, this carbon taxing. Um, anyone that saw, I believe it was on TV, um, the Premier Wall, I believe it was, mm-hmm. he outlined quite clearly that the U.S. are going back to clean coal even the obama administration had been down that uh been going down that path okay listen i do i do want to cut to the chase on your question ed so i can keep it on topic because that is a good discussion for another day but what about those extra fees now i'm sure we all noticed uh the price at the pumps jumped Mm -hmm. four or five cents uh yesterday uh natural gas heating as well will go up yes the Ontario government is very committed to this, as is the Prime Minister. Uh, uh, Brad Wall of Saskatchewan doesn't like it, but the other provinces are on side with it. So there's not much we can do. The only um, offset in Ontario is the fact that the uh, Premier Wynne has uh, taken the 8% um, HST off hydro bills, Mm -hmm. and hydro bills won't be affected by the cap-and-trade very much. So uh, our electricity will go down a bit while our gas will go up. Now, you mentioned uh, great, great ideas there to call where you pay all your bills and see how you can save some money on that. Once we get past that, you still believe in a monthly budget, Ellen? Oh, definitely, yes. yes. And um, read your bills carefully. I know a lot of us are getting electronic bills, but that makes us less likely to actually check them out. So we should print them off. And there's usually a, a chart there that shows how our usage compares this year to last year. And try and figure out if your usage is going up, what's the case? You know, if the weather uh, is is milder and your usage is going up, there might be some issues in your house. And people like Enbridge or Toronto Hydro will often entertain questions from you. They might even come to your house and do an inspection just to see if you're losing um, electricity or gas through leakages or something like that. So it's worth investigating. Before we get back to the phones, any advice when it comes to shopping, grocery shopping, clothes shopping, that kind of thing? Well, there's lots of competition in the market. Um, there's lots of 
really low-priced clothing purveyors, and uh, their quality is much better than you'd think because I've, I've gone to some of these places, and uh, they're really not too bad. So check them out. When it comes to groceries, um, go to the uh, discount um, uh, names, you know, the Value Mart or No Frills, uh, uh, Bulk Barn, that kind of thing, and uh, just um, always make sure that uh, everything is lower priced. They have a range of lower priced products, but some of their other products might be higher priced. So just go for the absolute bargains and uh, check the flyers. Uh, you can do flyers online as well. And a lot of people will bring in flyers from another store and see if the store that you're shopping at will price match them, which is always a good policy. I know Food Basics does that. They have a sign right at the cashier saying we will match any price. Yeah, so it's definitely worthwhile to get a hold of those flyers. Al from Brantford, go ahead. Do you have a question for Ellen Roseman? Yeah, well, I, my, I had a problem with Rogers. They were charging us 14 for a black box on one TV, eight on another, and then two extra charges, three and two, which total 10 between the two, right? Mm -hmm. And I called them up about it, and I, you know, I wonder why I've been with you for a long time. The long time turned out to be almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. now, what they told me was, and they had brought this in as they uh, changed over to the uh, small program or whatever it was they brought in a year ago. And the, the, the guy at the office here told me that I had to speak to retention in Toronto. So they put me through to them, right? Mm -hmm. They told me that I was considered, even if I was there 30 years, I was considered a day-to-day -day customer without a contract. And they don't care if I was there 40 years, let alone 30. So I politely told him to unplug my, uh, my, <laughs> my service. And he told me, I should go home and think it over for a couple of days because I don't know really what I'm doing. Ellen, in that kind of situation, maybe you're talking to the wrong person with the company. You should ask to speak to somebody else. Yes. And you're saying that you never had signed up for a two-year deal or a three-year deal with your television. Are you talking mostly about television? It sounds like he's talking about yeah. television, yes. Right. Because sometimes you can save money that way. Um, I think uh, what it used to be that if you signed a two- or three-year deal, that they were allowed to raise it once a year because they would say that inflation was going up. And then the CRTC, the regulator, got involved and said that if they do that, you have the right to get out of your contract. So you don't have to stick around for three years if they're going to give you these annual increases. So it often works out better to sign a deal and try and lock in your price for at least a year or two. John from uh, Burford, you're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back with Jane Brown and Ellen Roseman. Go ahead. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm a senior, and I've, I've had my finances totally with uh, one institution uh, all my life, <laughs> right from God knows when. That, that's very common. Canadians do love their banks, and they don't switch that often. Yeah, I'm the same way. Well, having said that, I have now all my retirement funds in that same spot, and I'm questioning... I question her, uh, the person, all the time as to what is best for me and 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 such. What is is there a benefit for me to say I'm interested in going down the street to the next bank? Um, as far as interest rates on like uh, on my on my different uh, categories that I'm involved in. Uh, big banks do not tend to pay great interest rates. If you want higher interest rates on a savings account or a a term deposit, you're probably better off dealing with some of the banks with fewer branches. Um, so it doesn't mean that you have to switch everything over, but you might take out some of your money and put it in a, uh, a smaller bank that has higher interest rates. 
Um, if you're going to a branch that's close to you and you're finding that the service isn't great at the branch, you might look at other branches in your area. Maybe you can get better service from the people there. And then eventually you might have to switch, but um, it might help just to try and shop around a bit to find someone at a, another branch that seems to be more interested in helping you out. Helpful? Well, Helpful, well John? Service. I'm looked after very well, I, oh, I okay. feel. But you're just um, not finding that they're willing to change any of these. I'm questioning whether these. there is a benefit to, to go shopping. There's always a benefit to go shopping, um, even if you stay with your current supplier, because they know now that you're price conscious and that you are willing to switch in a, at a future date if they can't uh, uh, manage to meet some of the competition. So um, those conversations are worth having, even once a year. Yes, certainly. And we're also dealing, you know, the last thing I want to mention to you, we still have historically low interest rates. How, yes. can, we, how can we use that to our, our, our own personal gain? Probably to stay um, fairly short-term and don't lock your money up for five years because there's not much of an advantage to going long-term. Uh, in the U.S., uh, you, you've already seen that interest rates by the Federal Reserve have gone up. There's predictions that they will keep going up in the future. That doesn't mean that the Canadian, the Bank of Canada will raise its rates, but um, I think we're going to see some effect from that. I think there will be some pressure on interest rates in 2017. So keep short-term and don't lock up just in case you do see some higher interest rates in the market. Always great advice. Ellen Roseman, thanks for your time. Thanks, Jane. You can read Ellen Roseman's column regularly in the Toronto Star. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.